Welcome to the Tash Show Podcast. Friday, welcome to a weekend almost. Taz, Jim, Dev sitting around here uh, talking about 50-50 draws. We're all excited because the London Knights have upped their game when it comes to 50-50. You now will be buying an electric ticket and because of that, the, the toll, the current 50-50 value will be posted during the game, which is obviously going to make people want to buy more tickets as they see that number grow. Yeah. Great for the charities that are attached to the Knights 50-50. You can also buy it electronically, too, just from your phone, I believe. No. I think that's so. Cool. That's you know, cool, but dangerous. <laughs> you know what I'm going to miss, though? Somebody's saying, one for two or an arm's length, and then sometimes they give you more than an arm's length, and you feel like you really got away with something. <laughs> that was a fun little novelty. Yeah. You still have uh, stag and does for that, Jim. Yeah, that's still true. Still be able to get the arm's length in there. It's little uh, machines. They look like the ATM machines that they bring in at a restaurant to pay and those things print out the tickets they spit out the tickets and I'm not sure because we saw them uh, we were on the road with the Knights and we in Peterborough they had this system and when you get your tickets they're not in sequence so the numbers are all over the place I don't know if it's going to be the same thing with the Knights but it mixes things up man it makes the 50-50 exciting have either of you ever won a 50-50 draw? Never I did once at a buck and dough, and I made $86. Did you feel obligated to donate it back to the cause? No, but I did anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I, I won a couple in my life. Yeah. Both 50 50 draws that I've won, I was. Uh, emceeing the event (laughs) that's a little suspect yeah well so one of them I had to donate it back to the charity Mm -hmm. because I was in front of everybody and they all saw me win I'm like okay I'll give it back to the charity The, the other one was at Rockin' Wheel in Mount Bridges. So it was like 20,000 people. It was a big one. Yeah. And I didn't realize I had won. I called out the number. I said, okay, if you won, you have to go to the back and blah, blah, blah. So I, I checked my ticket when I got off the stage. I was like, oh my God, I just won the 50-50. Mm-hmm. I went back and uh, and they said, I said I want to donate it all back because I felt like I had to. And the organizers of the, the event are like, Taz, listen, we we don't want it all back. Like you won legitimately, you take the uh, you take half mm-hmm. of it. If you want to donate half, we'll take half. So I, I think 50, I got, you put fifty of the fifty fifty. I put twenty five back in. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. But I think I walked away with like five hundred bucks or something like that. That's a great deal. Yeah, I took my wife out out to dinner. It's nothing compared to what those jackpots are going to be at the London Knights game starting next week. Western Fair, which is on. Runs through the weekend, of course, at the Western Fair grounds. If you're going to head down there, be sure to check out our old friend, Bandaloni. The job you need to really succeed. Doctor, lawyer, bioengineer, landscaper, puppeteer. He can do it all. He's Taz of all trades. It's Taz of all trades. Today I'm becoming a one-man band, and I'm standing with my mentor, the incomparable Bandaloni. How are you, Bandaloni? 
I'm doing great, Taz. Thanks. How many instruments do you play at one time? Uh, I can be doing anywhere from uh, 12 to 15 parts at one time. What? Yes, indeed. What? It's a full drum kit complete with uh, three maracas, a kick drum, a snare drum, tambourine, hi-hat, cowbell. There's also a very unique customized guitar that I use that is capable of two strings becoming a bass guitar that I can play, which uh, allows four strings to be played as a rhythm guitar. So that's uh, two instruments in itself. Uh, vocals are considered a musical instrument. And, of course, I play the harmonica, too. Growing up, did you have, like, no friends or something? Why one man? Oh, I played in several bands. However, I've, uh, over the years, um, you know, the best thing about being a one-man band is that everybody shows up for a rehearsal now. And... I don't have to pay anybody else. And you don't have to share the groupies. That's right. <laughs> or do you have to do that by yourself, too? Well, when I'm on the road uh, and my wife's not accompanying me, I'm known as Handaloni. <laughs> Does your wife say it's like there's five guys in the bedroom? Well, she does get to sleep with the whole band every night. Bandaloni, how much does your uh, drum kit and all your instruments weigh? That drum kit weighs about 40 pounds, I, uh, and I know that because a couple years ago I jumped on the Gesserman weight scale down here at the Western Fair. Do you have a good chiropractor? Because your back must uh, get a little sore after 40 minutes with all that weight on. I do have a lower back problem, but it's not from this. It's actually an old hockey injury. Was there anyone else on your hockey team? Is there anybody else on my hockey team? This was just a pickup scrimmage kind of game. Oh, I'm just wondering. I mean, no one else oh, in your band. Oh, oh, I get it. Were you hockey alone as well? No, but there was a lot of uh, goalie pulling going on. Nobody has ever been strapped in completely to your gear before. This, this is a first with Taz of all trades. This is the first that anyone has ever been in Bandaloni's shoes, literally, uh, where the actual drum has been uh, hooked up and strapped onto the shoes. No one's actually attempted to play it until uh, the Tazaloni himself. Well, let's strap this thing on and see how I do. One is the loneliest number that you'll ever do. All right, now here's Tazaloni doing his thing. Hi everybody, Western Fair, how's everybody feeling today? Yeah! I call this one, uh, Smoke on the Water, I wrote it myself. of all trades becoming a one-man band today bandaloni is my mentor you must see some real talent in me bandaloni i see promise as a matter of fact has i think you should take it on the road way down the road Jeff, you were talking about the shooting that took place here in london ontario on wednesday at that tim hortons in the east end in your news and we got some uh, some feedback here online. A couple people are saying that 
you shouldn't have mentioned the young man, the victim. What was his name? His name is, uh, let me just get it. Uh, Chris here. Clements. Yeah, Chris uh, Clements Card. He's got Clements Card as his... Uh, Full last name. And you mentioned that he had some run-ins with the police, and some of our listeners don't think that was uh, needed. It wasn't fair that you mentioned that. Why why would you put that into the story? Well, I mean, part of that's, um, you know, I think when you look at what happened here, this was a shooting in the middle of the day on Wednesday at a Tim Hortons. And you look in terms of why, it's believed this was, at this point in the investigation, this was a targeted shooting. And so if there's a targeted shooting, that person's background would be relevant to the entire story. And the the fact is, he's had some run-ins with police in the past. Not to say anything about him present day, but... Right in the past, he's so you know, it's had more multiple to, run-ins. With it's the more police. to give people comfort Please. that we're not living in a city where people are just getting randomly shot in Tim Hortons. Yeah, I mean the the investigation is still early. There's no motive or anything like that. But I mean, he is known to police. When you're known to police, that means you've been charged. In his case, he's, he's been convicted in some other previous uh, cases in the past. So he's just known to police, and maybe I, I think that's relevant to the entire story. It doesn't mean he wasn't, you know a nice guy, that his family didn't love him, that his friends didn't care about him. Yeah. It's just part of the overall story. Yeah, I can't imagine what the family's going through right now. It's it's pretty scary. But yeah, it's it's scary for everybody who goes to, and who doesn't go into a Tim Hortons uh, in the Forest City. They're everywhere. The Tim Hortons is right across, you know, from, uh, you know, a bunch, a bunch of living areas, but residential area right across the street. There's yeah. a park right across the street. Yeah, People kids, are there all the time. kids in there on a regular basis. You want to know that uh, everything's clear and it's safe and it's not something that's just going to randomly happen to you. And we hear a lot of these stories in terms of, you know, there have been some shootings in London recently. There was, uh, this is the fifth homicide in London. People start, to, we, it happens every year about how London is getting more dangerous, less safe. Well, it seems like there's more of these targeted, like, in public attacks going on. You had the one at the strip club. There was one uh, Richmond Street near Piccadilly where a guy was killed, right? There, there Targeted was, attack. Yep, there was also the case of uh, the, the guy who uh, we confirmed worked at the City of London. Uh, his body was found in the Thames River. That was a bit unsure in terms of exactly what happened there. There have been other cases throughout the year where there have been shootings. No one was hurt. But they just happened in different areas, like early in the morning. Those appear to have been also, from the previous stories, those were targeted areas, but again, no one was hurt. So you hear these stories, and I think people start to worry that London is less safe. But And you can break numbers down any way you want, but this is the fifth homicide of the year for 2018. Historically, that's about average for what we've had going back over a decade. Sometimes it's more, sometimes it's, it's less. So I, I think people... You know, you got to be careful wherever you are at any time. But I, I think people need to calm down a little bit. London is still a very safe city. It's a safe place for your family, a safe place to raise your kids. Dangerous things do happen. But this is part of just living in any city. So I, I, I think people saying that London is less safe today than it was yesterday or last year or five years ago would be incorrect. Well, thanks for that explanation. I appreciate it. And yeah, our thoughts go out to the family of this young man. Uh, They've got to be going through a real tough time right now. It doesn't matter what you did. Nobody deserves to be shot in cold blood. 
FM 96 is building a house with Habitat for Humanity. Our family is uh, Jody, single mom, and her son, Adalton. Yesterday was a very special day. It was the groundbreaking ceremony. Here's Jody addressing the crowd. We would like to thank Habitat and FM 96 for partnering with us. And last but not least, we would like to thank our family and friends. Nothing is ever too much for any of you when it comes to helping support us, and we thank you for being there for us. Jim, I got to say, I was glad I was wearing sunglasses during those uh, speeches yesterday. Yeah, they were all very touching. There's another family, too, uh, Brianne and her son, Braden. He's in a wheelchair, and they've had some struggles, and they're getting a house as well right next door. Oh, just makes you feel great to be able to do something good for someone, especially uh, someone uh, who, well... They don't think about themselves all the time. You can tell that uh, Jody is a giving person. She's given mm-hmm. everything she has to her son to make sure he grows up to be a great young man. And it, it's so uh, nice that we get to reward that. And we had a chance to talk to Jody after uh, we, we put the shovels into the ground. Here we are at the groundbreaking ceremony for Habitat for Humanity and the house that FM 96 built. We are teaming up with Habitat uh, to build a home for Jody and her son, Adalton. We're with Jody right now. We just put the shovels in the dirt. Jody, how does it feel to know that your house is about to be built? Surreal. Standing on the ground where we know our house is going to be uh, with you two crazy guys. <laughs> it's, a, it's a great feeling. Unfortunately, Adalton's not able to be here, but he shares in the excitement. and we. He's not here for a good reason. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Higher education. We got to get that uh, that guy through school. So yeah, he uh, he looks forward to working with uh, FM ninety six and getting this house together. We're, for we're us. really looking forward to Adalton's first keg party that he's going to invite okay, us. Okay, now, Jim. Okay, <laughs> all right. That yeah. we won't talk. About. The fact that he's not here is a testament to how hard you've worked as a single mom for all these years. Seeing you uh, stand here and thank everybody, you got a little bit emotional. Yeah. Obviously, like this has got to be pretty special for you absolutely and you know we we rely on our on our tribe and my family's always been very supportive so that was a touchy uh point in my thank you speech because my family has always stood by us so and jody people some people assume that habitat for humanity when they build you a house they just give you a house it's like oh it's that's not what it is they're helping you get into your house you're going to still be paying a mortgage yes and you're not looking for a handout Uh, adult and your son he actually volunteered volunteered to build a couple of the houses we're standing next to here. Your neighbor's houses, your son helped build. And that's what connects us on on Forbes Street. I think it's a sense of community because we are all helping each other. You know, those that are here already established in their homes are helping to build the the next homes, and we in turn will do the same. So it's a a connection to community, which many of us crave. Uh, When you're a renter, you don't have that sense of of home and roots. Uh, And for sure, I encourage everybody to jump on the website and check out um, what's involved with partnering with Habitat, I was myself not aware of all that was involved. It's a very um, you know, there's a process that you have to go through to be financially stable to pay for your home. There's nothing for free. Um, We hold a mortgage. We make mortgage payments just like everyone else. The benefit is that we exchange our down payment for sweat equity hours, 500 hours. And Um, you say that experience, especially for your son, it really taught him some valuable lessons. Absolutely. You know, home ownership is hard work and and for those that own homes they they understand what goes into it so as an 18 year old young impressionable boy being on a work site and having to wheel a hammer you see the insides of what constructs the house and it gives you a different perspective well congratulations it's pretty cool to feel like you're 
part of a community when your house has it. The basement hasn't yes. even been poured yet. We're standing on gravel. This is going to be it. This is it. This is your house. Congratulations. Thank and you. FM 96 is so happy to be a part of it. We appreciate you guys. You're, you're nuts. And we are looking forward to being, being one-on-one with you, for sure. Welcome home, Jody. Thanks so much. If you want to know more about Habitat for Humanity, check out the house that FM 96 built online at fm96.com. One of our listeners, Ray, got in touch with us, said, Taz and Jim, I listen to FM 96 all the time, and I've been listening for decades. The strangest thing has developed over time. My dog, Cody, has started singing along every time you guys play Green Day. He sent a video to prove it, Jim. Do you have that? Yep. Apparently, this only happens when Billy Joe Armstrong is singing. Dumb dog doesn't even know the words. <laughs> it's kind of like me when I sing along. That's true. <laughs> All right, so you get the point. Anytime Billy Joel is singing, we've said we got to get this dog in the studio and see this with our own eyes, hear it with our own ears. Uh, We are here in the studio with Ray, Cody's owner. Hey, Ray. Hey, how's it going? Good, man. Thanks for sending us this video. Thanks for having me here. It was very entertaining. So tell us, how old is your dog? Cody just turned three years old. Three years old. You're a huge Green Day fan. Huge Green Day fan. Your favorite band? Yeah, since 1988. You listen to Green Day every day, probably? Pretty much, yeah. And is this something you trained your dog to do? or mm, Absolutely not. He just started picking it up on his own. And uh, just, just randomly over songs he started hearing, and he just started singing along. So and Cody sings along to Green Day. What kind of dog is Cody? Border Collie. He's a purebred Border Collie. Purebred. Jim's, so, so, Jim's petting him over there. Yeah, he's going, we, he, we can vouch. We just played the Red Hot Chili Peppers, and we had it cranked in the studio, and we didn't hear a noise out of Cody. Didn't bark once. No, no. Didn't howl nothing. But the videos in multiple Green Day songs, he will hear the instrumental. Once Billy Joe Armstrong's vocals start coming in, he immediately starts howling and almost in tune. Almost. We may be setting ourselves up for disappointment here because they say never work with kids or animals. Yeah, I hope he doesn't embarrass me today. So, <laughs> But do you think if we play a Green Day song right now... If you put Basket Case on, he'll sing. Basket Case? Yeah. Is it all Green Day or is it specific songs? Specific songs. Okay. He has his favorite songs and... Basket Case is one of Cody's favorites. Let's turn Cody's microphone on there. Is Cody near the mic? I yeah. can't see him down there. Okay, let me check. Oh, there he is. Okay, I just got a good look at its butt. Basket case by Green Day. Let's see if this works. Ready, Cody? Do you have the time to listen to me whine about nothing and everything all at once? I am one of those. Wow, Cody's good. <laughs> oh, that's Ray. Hold on. Here, maybe if I move the boombox. Sometimes my mind plays streets on me. It's the shadows It's the shadows are freaking him out. The lights. 
Can we kill the lights? Okay, here, let's try it again. Let's pause. Let's pause the tune. Kill the lights. Juan, this is going to affect our, our Facebook. Is it okay with that light, do you yeah, think? That's fine. Or? That should be fine. Okay, let's Both try it again. From the top. Cody. Do you have the time to listen to me whine about nothing and everything all I want? I am one of those. Jesus of Suburbia. Jesus of Suburbia is the backup tune here. Let's see if uh, Cody fires it up again. <laughs> Jesus of Suburbia is the jam. Say that Cody was singing along to that 100%. one. That was very good. Absolutely. Yeah, he does better on a second portion, but <laughs> he gets into it the yeah. longer the song. That's a long song. Oh, he the longer gets at it, it goes. During the bridge. <laughs> so far, so I, 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 100%. He just sung Jesus yeah, of Suburbia. Okay. I, it's, oh, no. oh, there. Oh, yes. Sorry, Cody. He's the the thing that's getting him is like the lights, the shadows. shadows. He's like they look like snakes to him or something. No, like he's, 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 he's lo- he chases he chase the shadows to begin with. He oh, loves okay. shadows, mm. lights, lasers, anything like that. <laughs> shadows <laughs> and Green Day, two favorite things. I think shadows may be ahead of Green yeah, Day. Yeah. Well, <laughs> from see, what we've learned this morning. Campfire. <laughs> you should see him around a campfire. <laughs> I still say it's impressive. The Jesus of yeah. suburbia. He definitely was singing along. Okay, I'll give I'll give Cody some credit for that. Yeah, a little bit, buddy. Mm-hmm. The shadows in that spot. <laughs> Cody's like, well, what am I, your your clown? I'm not here to entertain you. I'm a dog. I sing in private. <laughs> hey, I just want to sincerely thank you for listening to the Taz Show podcast. If you want more, subscribe. You can find us on Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, and wherever you get your podcasts. All the podcast places.